Hello everyone, welcome back to the Essentialist Podcast. I am currently sitting on my bed. It is around about 10:15 in the evening and I literally just had dinner with one of my close girlfriends who is back visiting from overseas and ordinarily I would definitely just wrap it up for the evening and go and do my night routine, but something kind of inspired me to want to sit down and I absolutely hope I don't get rudely interrupted by the moth which I saw fly into my house that I haven't been able to get out of here just yet and that is one of the definite non-perks of living alone is I don't have someone here to get rid of it for me. So I now have to deal with that before I go to sleep, which is also another reason to procrastinate and make a little podcast while I'm sitting here. But just the conversations I just had with my girlfriend were honestly like, there is a real reason why I think our girlfriends or our just actual friends in life, whether they be male, female, is they're, they're real soulmate kind of connections in our life. I genuinely think that some of the friendships that we have will just last forever. And I just think there is so much that we have to offer our friends as well that a lot of people can definitely kind of forget in terms of some interpersonal relationships. And I think that is because a lot of people kind of say that thing like their partner is their best friend. And for me, I'm like, my partner is absolutely not my best friend. We are in an amazing, loving relationship. And I do think that He has some incredible qualities, but I've got friends for that, you know, like that is the person that I am dating. And for me personally, I view those things so separately and it kind of is what drew me to wanting to sit down tonight and have a quick little kind of chat about like different seasons in our life. And the one that I'm feeling in particular at the moment, which is a little bit of a season of change. And I think that's just because there is definitely those key points in our life where it sort of feels like everything around us is shifting. And for me, that has definitely been happening more and more recently. And maybe it's just a, I don't know, like result of our, the particular age that I'm at or just where people are at in life in general. But it does feel like people are kind of making some sort of significant changes, whether it be pulling back from drinking, they might be looking to start a family or settling down with their partners, or there is definitely people in the opposite camp that are getting ready to take off and travel the world or go and look for some new opportunities. And I just really feel like it is such an interesting time at the moment and it definitely is a really really big shift so even me with just moving home recently I just feel like I'm in a completely new season of my life and the scary thought at the moment is we're pretty much seven or eight weeks out from Christmas I'm pretty sure and it's just so bizarre thinking that we are essentially at the end of three years of the, I guess when all of like the pandemic and all of that kind of stuff began, right? Because that was like 2020. And yeah, we're really kind of coming into the end of that and seeing the way that things are kind of just completely relatively back to normal now. And the opportunities that can sort of bring with it in terms of people being able to move jobs and not feeling like any sort of risk surrounding that. And, you know, potentially some of the new businesses that started during that time, but For me, I think it was 
a large series of value shifts and lifestyle shifts that kind of occurred in that time. And whether that be things like a return to wanting to get closer to like spirituality and my faith or yeah, like, I mean, I did move jobs, um, around about six months ago as well. So I just feel like when you have big changes for me, I always say things come in threes. So if you guys follow me on YouTube, you'll have seen on my wrist, I've got three ones in a little tattoo and that is essentially for a couple of reasons. Sorry. That is just my lovely boyfriend sending me a text message. I forgot to put my phone on silent. So for me, the three ones is of course, many of us um, symbolize this as the angel numbers. So three ones might be things that you were kind of manifesting into your life or just feeling supported and guided. And that was one of the reasons why I kind of wanted that tattoo, but I also wanted it because three symbolically kind of comes up for me quite a lot in my life. And I do always say that kind of typical saying of like, oh, bad things come in threes and good things come in threes. And whether or not they actually do, who knows? Because I think as humans, we're um, definitely people who recognize patterns and we kind of can really attach meaning to certain things and formulate them into our own patterns. So I don't know how much of that is just us creating those, finding those instances of things, I suppose, that sort of fit into our mold when we're kind of looking for those good or bad things to be reoccurring. But it could also be us drawing that particular energy into our life. But for me, I definitely kind of see those things as progressions. And I guess my two biggest things that have happened was the new job and moving. And I definitely feel like there is a third shift on the horizon and something that is going to be yet another sort of change in this busy season of my life. And maybe it's sort of something more to do with the, what I'm trying to do with my YouTube and with this podcast and things as well. And maybe some of you are kind of feeling the same that there are just some really significant sort of shifts happening in your life. And whether they are kind of happening to you, happening for you, or happening as a direct result of some bold decisions you've been making, I just think it is so interesting to kind of embrace those different seasons of our life because I've definitely had those periods where I felt bored and like disenchanted with what I was doing and maybe even like a little bit lost or just unfocused. And at the moment I am like laser focused on certain outcomes happening. And I just think that is so interesting how we can kind of go through those really natural ebbs and flows. So I guess one of the things I have been doing is seeking out some resources, whether that be in the form of people, of online courses, of just chatting with my ideas over with the people that are close to me and just visualizing some of those realities. So I've definitely started getting into planning mode and that has meant organizing a few things around my home, organizing things to do with future planning of my calendars, having some relatively difficult discussions around working and time frame for things and just making some other shifts in that part of my life. And it's just really nice to have people around you kind of understand and can support you and be your cheerleaders when you're sort of having those days where you think, have I made the wrong decision or am I about to make a decision that is right for me in the long term and aligned with the kind of goals that I've got. So yeah, I just have actually really started getting into my to-do list and journaling and planning again, which is something that is so cliche and very basic 2020 girl of me, but I've just really fallen back into getting the most out of all of those items. And I definitely think I was into that for a while and then it just falls off the wagon. And if you are someone who actually manages to journal every day, then I commend you because it's not something that I could stick to. And 
I think honestly, it's just because it wasn't a congruent thought that I had. And I chat with Jazz quite a lot about this because obviously he's got like quite a strong background in all of the life coaching and NLP and all of those sorts of things. And the the kind of chat we have is around the idea of if you are not wholeheartedly completely congruent or essentially in agreement with an idea that you've got in your mind, like let's say your outcome is to make a change and that might be physically. So you have a fitness goal and you want to go to the gym more and you are kind of like mentally on the fence about it, but you feel like just signing up is going to make you go every day. And then all of a sudden you're going once a week or not at all. And your plan has totally not worked. Then I would say that is definitely an example of something not being congruent because if it was congruent, then you would be getting there every day because it would just be so solid and firm in your mind that that was the exact outcome you wanted. So, I mean, we all saw what happened the other week. I literally ran myself into the ground trying to keep up with absolutely everything and moving house on top of that as well. So I just think setting out a more sustainable routine is what's actually going to help me achieve those kind of goals and not feel like I'm being completely overwhelmed by choosing to have a bit of a period of change. Because I think something that we all tend to forget is that change can actually have a huge impact on our nervous system And a lot of us don't allow the appropriate downtime when we are going through a big change, whether it be mental, physical, or just something else that might be going on in your life. We actually don't ever give ourselves the patience to understand that the reason you are feeling so incredibly exhausted or completely depleted of all of your energy in terms of your social battery and things as well is because that's what change does to our system. Our whole body and our whole being is doing a complete shift and a readjustment to the change. And that is something that I have slowly but surely learned and I feel like I'm going to only get better and improve at understanding myself the next time I'm kind of going through a big shift and that is just to slow down, take some time to kind of integrate whatever it is that's going on and not always be out there trying to force myself into just getting on with it because when we are changing, you actually just want to allow yourself time to like appreciate where you were, where you're kind of going and then where you've ended up because that is what kind of allows us to put little markers, I guess, like little pins on a map of like all of those milestone things that we've done so that if you ever are in a down phase and having a bit of a low season, you can reflect back on those times where you really did work through something quite difficult or you actually achieved some of your goals. And if you haven't achieved the immediate goal that's right in front of you, you can actually have those moments of reflection back and think, well, I've already done this once in the past. What's to say that I can't continue creating these sort of shifts in my life in the future? And Yeah, there are definitely a few people that I have started following in terms of self-development and things on Instagram and YouTube and stuff. And I actually think that's quite helpful as well, like doing a little bit of a social media kind of purge and cleanse of anything that's not serving you and things that might serve you. So like not just kind of waiting for things to kind of pop into your feed or into your life, but like actively seeking out things that will inspire you, whether it be in your industry. For me, it might be you know, being on Pinterest and looking at some of the latest designs or watching an architectural digest house tour or, you know, just connecting with peers at industry events and things as well. I think some of these seemingly insignificant things can be what cause those biggest shifts because it's sort of like 
your mind is the um, the lock on the door and these things are the key and you just need someone to come along and that someone is you and to put the key in the lock and turn it and you don't even know that that is available to you until you kind of start putting yourself out there and doing these things. So that is what I think has been causing the biggest changes for me lately is that I am actively seeking changes and I'm really being given those opportunities and then it's up to me whether or not I am ready or willing to take them. So that is kind of, I guess, the biggest change that's happening to me at the moment, or I mean, that I'm creating at the moment. I shouldn't say happening to me because I do genuinely believe that we are the architects of our own reality and we're the ones out there making all of those micro and macro kind of changes that are leading to the biggest shifts that we sort of get as a result of all of that as well. But I just think it is so fascinating to allow yourself a little bit of time to think, If things are getting a little bit too same, same, or if things are all shifting and going crazy at once, how can you best manage that? And what are you truly getting out of it in the end? Because the person who you have begun with, whether it be at the start of this year, as we kind of approach the end of the year, I definitely get in my little mood for like wanting to do a new vision board and reset out my kind of goals for the year ahead. And I know some of that planning can seem potentially a little bit toxic if it's like very specific goals and timeframes. And a lot of people say like, who cares about the new year? Like you could be making changes right now. And I guess I kind of agree because I feel like it's a constant process. Like we never stop learning and growing. Even if you wanted to, you can't because there are different factors in our life, like time, which actually cause us to continue to shift and evolve and change whether you like it or not. So I think it's better to be proactive about these kind of things. And actually, I usually do a quarterly vision board and a little bit of a check in with myself about where I think I'm going. And without kind of putting too much pressure on that, these could quite literally just be things that you've needed to change for a while, whether that be seeking out help for a particular issue or needing to actually just slow down and stop doing so much. And that is something that I have been also working towards a little bit now that I'm settled here is truly the idea of creating ease and flow in my busy life. And I would love to share more of those kind of ideas with you in some of my upcoming YouTube videos and a couple more episodes on here, because I think it is so incredibly important to avoid burnout because I'm sure you have all been there once before, maybe a couple of times. And I truly have absolutely led myself to burnout, whether it be manifesting as getting physically sick or just very emotional and just feeling so incredibly like you are at your absolute wits end. So I genuinely want to avoid any of those kind of needless feelings in the future because it is something that can be prevented. And it is one of those things that is not necessary to kind of interfere with whatever season it is that you are going through. So I don't know if any of that really makes sense. I hope it does. I did have a glass of wine with my dinner with my girlfriend for our lovely, lovely chat, but I really enjoy connecting with you guys on this and I hope you are getting a little bit out of each episode. It is so nice to have another avenue where I can just sit down and chit chat with you because it doesn't always kind of flow like that on YouTube. However, if you are seeking more content, you can definitely head over to my channel. The link is in the show notes where you can find me, but otherwise I will catch you guys for another little chat next week. Thanks so much for listening and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye.